Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Have you seen that little old man buckling both his shoes? Mother can't contain herself when the vicar wears his stripy trousers. <laughs> Look at me in the sweet tea shop, custard creams and treacle tarts. Good morning, sweet world, and welcome to the No Dunks Podcast on the Athletic Network. It's Thursday, October 27th, 2022. I'm J.E. Skeets here in the Classic Factory, and alongside me, as always, Tass Melvin. Hey, J.E. Skeets, how are you? <laughs> hey, big guy. Next to him, it's the bearded one, Matop Shot Hot Boy, Trey Kirby. Ew. Ew. And making the magic happen, Lord of the Seven Kingdoms, the protector <laughs> of the realm, super producer J.D. Hello. There he is. Here we are. I wasn't sure what the be- what bit yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. What do you mean? Were we pirates or were we? <laughs> what, what were we supposed to be? I got Macho Man vibes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, could be I'll anybody. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Rest in peace to Joel McMillan's favorite mug, a Macho Man mug. Oh really? Yeah. He broke it. What a cat knock it over. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> well, see you later, mug. All right. Uh, shout out to the stream team joining us live right now on YouTube. Like, subscribe, comment, thrive. If you're a podcast OG listener, please rate and review the show. Five stars, five stars only. Anything for the classics, right? Go get your No Dunks merch over at nodunks.com. You guys know we got a lot of immaculate items available there. Send in your questions and comments to nodunksattheathletic.com. And yesterday, if you haven't checked it out already, new Is This Good podcast with Matty O and special guest Amir Blumenfeld. What a treat. Rolling through. We debated the uh, merits of standing to wipe your ass. <laughs> uh, we discussed whether vanity license plates are cool or crass. Oh, these are bars. And should you leave an unattended bowl of candy outside for the trick-or-treaters this Halloween? TK, you want to chime in on that one? You're in a, a very, um, you know, a, a neighborhood where there's tons of kids coming around. I don't know what plans you have for this Halloween, but would you do such a thing? Leave that unattended bowl of candy. I think I will do such a thing okay. um, because I'll be out trick-or-treating with my kids. Certainly kids will be walking around seeing our skeleton unicorn out front. Yep. Come on up. Grab a Reese's. <laughs> Help <laughs> We yourself. got every kind. We got the weird stick ones. We got stick. the circles. We got the footballs. Oh, wow. You got Maybe all they the do pumpkins. All. Pumpkins, yep. Those are, uh, those are out there. We got the thins. Oh yeah! <laughs> we got a cake. Oh yeah! Cake. It just helps one slice only. Slice. <laughs> dark chocolate. There's probably a dark chocolate. Oh, out there's there. gotta be dark chocolate thins, milk chocolate thins, white chocolate thins. They're like Oreos now. There's just like one. Forty. Just yeah. one. You, you greedy little kids. <laughs> you little goblins coming from a Reese's. That's hard. That's hard. How, how, how do you do that? How do you make sure that only one is taken? Yeah, you don't. You don't. Well, you no. need cameras. Setting up a FaceTime. Cameras. Set up a FaceTime. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my phone pointed at the bowl. We'll have Laura on FaceTime. She'll yeah. be walking around carrying her phone, and I'll just okay. keep an eye on it. Anytime a kid comes up and they touch two packages, pull one back! That's Whoa. exactly right. That's you scare the hell yeah. out of it. It, is exactly. it is Halloween. Yeah. You're allowed to scare yeah. the hell out of it. Well, we sure. debated all of those topics and more on Is This Good? It is still here in the No Dunks feed, that show yesterday, but there is a brand new Is This Good YouTube and podcast feed. It's available on Apple and Spotify and Stitcher, wherever you want to listen and download it. So, go subscribe. GL to ITG. Because I'm telling you right now, next week's Is This Good? It ain't here. It does not exist here in the No Dunks feed anymore. Yeah, it's time for some fall cleaning. Clean out the feeds. <laughs> gonna get rid of baseball soon. I, I I like my feeds clean. It's gonna it's gonna a little mucky. <laughs> okay. I gotta be honest. Not with is this good. More like baseball. I just <laughs> the this show is, he does. This is gonna be a bad <laughs> way to sell it. We're, we're gonna get rid of. We're gonna get. I mean, what else is there? That's then it's clean feed, right? Yeah. Once clean, is this clean, good? clean feed after baseball uh, ends, and is this good? And into gone. next summer, it's gonna be a feed. basketball feed. Only basketball. Wow. 
bold statement. Well, what yeah. about what about film sessions and and I don't basketball know, films? Fine. Okay. Okay. Can't do rad. <laughs> okay. Is that is that is there a basketball in rad? I don't think there's a single Not basketball. A single in rad. I'm basketball? trying to think if there's even a basketball jersey spotted in the movie wow. rad. For I don't think so. That's uh, actually a good. Good website. Is there a basketball in this movie.com? <laughs> <laughs> Simply answers the question. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Saw one. Uh, on today's show here, we're going to do something a little differently. We are going to attempt to tackle all 10 games from last night in the NBA. A key takeaway, a key stat, something that caught your eye. Yeah. We'll try and talk about every single game from last night. But before we get to that, we had another wedgie. Amazing. Holy moly. This is our third wedgie of the season. It happened in Chicago. And it was a defensive-minded wedgie because it was Miles Turner, who is back from that uh, ankle injury, blocking Zach Levine, who was attacking the rim there. Really nice uh, nice wedgie there. Really nice. Yeah. It's like they went up there on purpose to put it in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that's a, you know, a little, little bit of the hand, but I think a clean block. And uh, they called it as such. And... There's the wedgie, so three, baby. Three. Cassie, here we go. Here we go. As a basketball sicko, I didn't realize Miles Turner was even coming back yesterday. Mm. As a sicko, I should know that, but he made everyone know his name with a wedgie. There you go. Uh, well done, well done. And Adam Amin on the Bulls call, calling it a wedgie. Great stuff. I think we got a wedgie reference from both the home and away broadcasts. Hmm. Uh, is hmm. it Chris Denary? Uh, yeah, Indiana? he yeah. loves calling it a wedgie. I'm pretty sure he said wedgie too. So Good, call. good stuff, good stuff. Okay, so we got to get into this because we have a million games. Um, let's start with the Eastern Conference games, then we'll take a break and do the Western Conference games. That's how we're going to tackle it. Uh, first game, we'll go with the one that was on ESPN. The Bucks use a lopsided run. After Steve Nash is ejected. <laughs> Ooh, crazy guys. Uh, Nash gets tossed, and then Giannis and the Bucks go on this massive run. They win 110 to 99. All right. Task. Key takeaways. All right. So, everybody just demolishing the Nets early in the season. But looked like there was sort of a light at the end of the tunnel in the first half. They're up a dozen at half. Mm-hmm. Uh, ben Simmons coming off his most aggressive half of the season. Seven shots in the first half. As a matter of fact, seven shots, the most he's taken in a game this season. Things changed in the second half, though. Uh, he didn't take a shot in the second half. And uh, I know I'm you know, starting with Ben. Do we need to pile on Ben? But they need him to shoot. They, they, they really do. Uh, <laughs> uh, they got pounded in the third quarter. Uh, part of it was because they don't have a flow on offense. Part of the reason they don't have a flow on offense is because guys who have the basketball within seven feet aren't shooting the ball. Nine minutes left in the third quarter, Kyrie Irving... Uh, drops a beautiful pass to Ben Simmons again seven feet it's a push shot time it's a it's a little hook shot time and you can hear on the broadcast clearly it's going around Twitter it's going around everywhere he says shoot Ben Ben does not shoot no uh so he he did, not. He, he did not he did not shoot in the second half he did get to the free throw line uh for for two two times there and listen they're playing the Milwaukee Bucks the Milwaukee Bucks are um obviously an amazing team. <laughs> they're going to come back when they're down a dozen. But in the second in the second quarter, the Nets look like a competent team. They had Edmund Sumner, a fun name to say, come off the bench with a, a huge spark for them. Uh, nine points in six minutes there. And they looked good. But again, they don't have the flow. And, and I'm, I'm worried about Ben overall because... Yeah, two of seven, four points, five rebounds, nine assists. The, the real Draymond Green type of line, but he also he he didn't really give it on the defensive end enough. Uh, he knew that Giannis Antetokounmpo would be a guy coming at him. It happened in the preseason. There was a great clip of him banging uh, with Ben in the preseason, and then late in this game, Giannis just takes him down to the hole, and Ben doesn't offer much of uh, any sort of presence against them and Yanis just you know scores and does the too small sim- signal that everybody is doing in the NBA and that's all she wrote I, I think there's just not a there's not enough fight from this Nets team and on the other side it's just hell playing against the Milwaukee Bucks it is so tough of course we're going to talk about Yanis but Brooke Lopez had six blocks in this game mm-hmm. there's just there's just a fight on that end that the Nets don't have again they're losing by 10 points in each of the third quarters, minus 10 on average. You know, that's that's just one of my pet peeves in the NBA. You don't come out a half and you, you stink. Uh, that just means you're not together. Will they get it together? Kyrie Irving is telling everybody just to lay off Ben. Maybe that might happen. Uh, but I don't know. Going into tonight on the second half of a back-to-back uh, against the Dallas Mavericks, 
I ain't betting uh, on those Brooklyn Nets. I, I don't know if it comes together, but Giannis obviously uh, decided to come out of the locker room and destroy everybody. 13 of 15 in the second half alone. Uh, 43 points for this monster. He is getting better. He's getting yeah. better. 36 points per game right now on nearly 68% shooting. 36 points leads the NBA. And again, not a good first half for them. They're down 12 but they come out in the second half, and uh, let's get to Steve Nash's ejection that happened there in the third quarter. Not, not because he was pissed about the way his team was playing, but he was trying to protect his player. Yanis comes down. It's at the three-point line. Patty Mills is playing some sort of defense. He kind of flops, goes to the floor, in my opinion. Nash throws up his hands. He says, what the heck is going on? I'm trying to protect my guy here. And uh, the, refs, the refs didn't like him yelling for that first time, and then he got into it a little bit more when he was trying to explain himself, and he's gone real quick Mm -hmm. and uh, here's Kevin Durant uh, talking about Nash and him getting tossed for the first time as a coach he said I mean we watched him play for 20 years I've seen him talk shit to the refs I've been on the court when he's talked shit to the refs my first few years Steve used to talk crazy to the refs so when he didn't get a tech as a coach I'm like where's that shit at Uh, (laughs) uh, that from uh, Alex Schiffer Enough finger pointing. That's all the Nets do. He's pointing at his finger pointing at his coach. Uh, he, like, <laughs> but he's saying, but he's saying he's he likes to it. see it. He yeah, liked it, but like, he hasn't he, done he it. He played enough. with a fire as a when he played, he had fire in his belly, and we haven't seen that as a coach. So uh, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, crazy good, eyes. good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> good stuff. Crazy eyes. Yeah, we have. I think we have the. Do we have the crazy eyes photo? Yeah, yeah. he looks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he was playing against Bobby Portis. So. Uh, yeah, Bobby. Whoa! Portis. <laughs> That's a scary Halloween costume that I should, I should consider going as. Yeah, it looks, it like a, looks like a mask. It doesn't look like a yeah. real face with the teeth like that. Oh, yeah, I can't look, even make my eyes that big. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. Whoa. Anyway, what? I thought. <laughs> <laughs> Jerome put the Mr. Temperboy oh, on Nash. We thanks got, for the order, Steve. I, it shocked uh, me because I hadn't seen the you don't see the black version of that t-shirt right, yeah. uh, all that often. I didn't know that was an option. Yeah, the, it, it, it looks great on Nash. I think I think it fits him well there. And uh, yeah, the, it looks like there's blood coming down from his mouth with with the old crazy eyes, right? It looks like there's might be blood oh. trickling down uh, when you zoom in, but uh, there was no blood. No, okay. He so was no he blood. was just mad. But it's a weird thing with this Brooklyn Nets team. Again, the finger pointing to me, uh, you know, Kyrie probably a good quote after the game. Sometimes you get good quotes, sometimes you get bad quotes with Kyrie. He said, "I'm like just lay off, Ben. Lay off him. He's coming along. It's been 2 years since he played basketball." Fine, but they need Ben eventually. He mm-hmm. is getting paid nearly what Kyrie is like he's getting paid like 34 mil 35 mil at some point he needs to play better because Kyrie and Kevin Durant just can't do it alone Mm -hmm. uh so if he's shooting things are better and uh maybe this team gets it together but the way they ended last season it's kind of hard it's kind of hard to see that so any any thoughts on this game well Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving scored 60 points together and the Nets finished with 99 just isn't gonna work you can't get all your points from one from two from two players, really, because what they do? They went for 76 combined against the Grizzlies. Lost that game as well. They just have no defense inside. Um, Giannis is a relentless guy, and the Nets are very relentless. You know, you can, <laughs> if you keep going at them, they're yeah. not going to be able to stand up to it. Ben Simmons was a great defender, but he was a perimeter defender, and now he's forced to be the center, basically, for, uh, for the Nets. He couldn't do it when he was trying to guard Zion early in the season. He couldn't do it against Giannis. He's not a big guy, but he's their best big guy defender because Claxton's a skinny guy as well. So I don't see the Nets getting better defensively this year. Maybe Simmons will start making more plays. I don't think he's ever going to be a shooter. I don't think he's ever going to be much offensively for this team, uh, but they need him to play differently than he has in his entire career as a defender now. So that's going to be tough. Nash was just trying to shift the vibe, yeah. right? That's yeah. all he was trying to do was get his team fired up because somebody has to, and it doesn't seem to be the players right now. And uh, Ziller wrote in his newsletter this morning, Giannis just plays every possession like it's the most important possession in his career. <laughs> it's so true, especially in the second half, and you already went through his stat line. Monster game from the Greek feek. freak. <laughs> I almost said Greek feet. <laughs> Tess has no shoes on right now. Okay, uh, our next game here. Uh, let's go to uh, Siakam. Scoring 20 points as the Raptors beat the slumping 76ers 119-109. Maybe what's going on here is we have a race to see who can get fired first. Steve Nash versus Doc Rivers. 
who gets canned uh, first here in the season. But the Raptors, really good game from them. Um, really in control for a majority of this one. Sixers were hanging around, and Bede was doing you know things offensively. Maxi is just an, a terror. Excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> Apologies to our listeners. Ooh, that one. Apologies. That's yeah. going to smell a little bit. Sorry, guys. I thought that was my fart. Greek feet, but it was not. <laughs> Some construction still going on. That wasn't a fart. I don't know why I made a fart joke. Anyway, the Raptors uh, made a season-high 16 three-pointers. They shot their best field goal percentage of the season. They had 32 assists. Siakam was on fire in the first quarter, uh, and really in the first half. Hit four threes to start this game and was talking a lot of shit to P.J. Tucker, who uh, he can't guard him right now. That's Siakam was letting him know that you have no chance of guarding me. I'm in the zone. Scotty Barnes returned to the lineup for the Raptors, so that was nice to have him back after the injury. He had 16 points. This was just like a really solid team win. Led by Siakam in the first, Van Vliet in the fourth hitting timely shots. Gary Trent Jr. hitting threes, and it all added up to a pretty comfortable victory, like I said. But Kyle Newbeck uh, of the Philly Voice pointing out just how pathetic the Sixers' transition defense is right now. Uh, Now, the Raptors, they love to get a stop and go. That's their thing. They had 29 fast-break points. But holy crap, if you watch this, the Sixers made it easy. They are lollygagging back. Uh, Unbeat a part of it, but a lot of these guys... Just no desire to get back. And you do. <clears throat> but, 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 <laughs> you also have to be concerned, Newbeck pointed out, about P.J. Tucker and how he's going to age here over this three-year contract. Because right now, I mean, this is just an example of a worst-case scenario. Because, you know, you you brought this guy in and you trust him for these top assignments and he can't hang with these players. I mean, right now he can't. Siakam had his way with him. He really did. So that's a that's a bit of a worry here. There's a lot of issues with the Sixers. And uh, they play again here. Uh, when is it? T- 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 tonight or tomorrow? I guess tomorrow, Friday night. Uh, these two teams again. We'll see if they can bounce back. But the Raptors just look like a way better team than the Sixers. PJ, that stands for plotting jog because the Sixers are a slow team. Tobias Harris hasn't gotten off to a good start either, and it just feels like, especially when you see him playing the Raptors where it's their goal to get out and run on a make, on a miss, on a turnover, you can really see the athleticism difference. It's like Maxi can hang with the rest of the Raptors, and that's pretty much it from the 76ers. So they're going to be a slow team all year, but they've got to figure out how to play defense, and it's going to be a problem if Tucker and Harris are the guys who have to lock down on the wings, because maybe one of them will be able to do it, but it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to hang with a, a pair of wings, at least. Yeah, it's uh, it's odd watching this Philly team and, and Tyrese Maxey because they they can't get him going. They're so slow. It's the slowest an NBA team has played since the 16-17 season. It's been a long time uh, that a, a pace has been this slow, and... This Raptors team, yeah, what a delight. They're not starting a center against Joel Embiid. They're starting Pascal Siakam, and and they're fine with it. And and that's what they did last year in the postseason. Um, They just are able to put pressure on the ball, then recover and and front Embiid and bring another guy. To me, the the amount that they run, I I think they lead the league in miles run or kilometers run. (laughs) I know there's a stat out there, a stat tracker, but I'm not I'm not tracking it. It's probably true though. Uh, They they just they just are so good at that, and they get out and run. And yeah, they do it by committee, as you said, six guys in double digits. Pascal Siakam, he's a GD star right now. He, He is just so good. I I don't want to do this, but I'm gonna do it with Siakam playing at this level. Going back to the offseason here when there was talk about the Raptors getting Durant or Donovan Mitchell. Like, if they had that type of score, that type of score that they, they lack, they, they they do. Pascal can't play to that level. I don't know if he'll, he'll ever be that kind of, you know, take somebody off the bounce guy. Sure, sure. Uh, let's say they had one of those guys in the lineup. They're a championship contender, for sure. And I know they're really, really, really good right now and mm-hmm. we're waiting for Scotty Barnes who who is a joy on the on the basketball floor to to take that next step but with Siakam playing the way he is easily being an, an incredible number two guy right they they would be a, a contender sorry to do that but either way yeah. they are a delight uh the way they they work their asses off and they just 
They just kicked the Sixers' ass. They just kicked their ass. I love how uh, Scotty Barnes loves to hug every guy, too. You know, we've gone from high fives. That used to be Nash's thing, right? Led the league in high fives when he played for the Sun. <laughs> high five and everybody, left mm-hmm. and right. Scotty Barnes, he gives out straight hugs on the floor. <laughs> a couple times in this game was when they were putting it away at the end. Uh, just He does bring that joy. And Siakam, we might talk about this on tomorrow's Drop Podcast. Where Where is he right now in the league? Is he? Is he... You know, he's been top 15 if you're looking at all NBA selections. Is he top 10 right now? Is he flirting with his goal of being a top 5 player? Is that a little too much? Yeah, we'll get into it on tomorrow's show, but yeah. hell of a win here. Top, it's got to be top 10. I went to Top your... 10 right now. The, he, the playmaking, I wouldn't, 13 assists? Like, he is creating yeah. for them. No, guys. no, no. That's, this, that, that's, like you mentioned, three-point shooting and and the playmaking. Maybe he's he'll never be an off the bounce guy to kill you to, to to fly by you, but he's perfected almost every part of his game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went to your favorite page, the MVP tracker. Oh, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, where is he at? He wasn't on there. Okay, yeah. It was during the game, so maybe after the updated games, maybe he was on there. But Josh Hart was on there, and I said, "I'm out, I'm out of here." <laughs> wow, well, it's because the Blazers, when you were looking at it, were undefeated. You know, yeah, it's a part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's about the dubs. Okay, uh, let's keep it going here. As we are in the middle of an actual factory, as you can hear today. <laughs> uh, Mobley, 22 points. Cavs beat the Magic for their third win in a row. What do you got? Oh, this was a game. Yeah. <laughs> this was a game. The Cavs never trailed in the second half, but the Magic at least kept it close enough to make it in- interesting. Cleveland's bigs, though, were too much. Weird stuff with Evan Mobley's uh, box score, because mm-hmm. it does say 22 in all the headlines. But every box score says he only scored 20 points. So I don't know where those two points went. But he had 20 or 22 points, along with three rebounds, three assists. Jared Allen also had 18 points, 16 rebounds. The Cavs, I thought, had great patience just waiting for their big guy to get open or to get position in the post. Big shout-out to Kevin Love. Could he be the best post-entry passer in the league? I don't know, but he can actually feed the ball into guys in the inside, and we've seen, like, with the Sixers, that can be a challenge for some teams. Not with Kevin Love, though, so pretty good stuff uh, from Cleveland to work their big guys. That's one of the big advantages they're always going to have. Not a lot of teams have two big guys, and obviously the Magic didn't last night, but another shout-out to Paolo Boncaro. Another huge game for this guy. 29 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists. He plays with great pace, and he has such control in traffic. He never gets sped up, which I think is pretty impressive for a guy that seemed to be just the scorer coming into the NBA, but he's already posting some nice assist numbers as well. Yeah, Five straight 20-point games to start his career. It's the third longest streak to start a career by the number one overall pick. Did you guys see who it is that did 10 games and six games of 20 points Get, uh, 20 points to start their career, number one overall pick. I know it's not LeBron. It's not. Yeah, it's not Iverson. It's it. not. You gotta be old, oh, you gotta be old for this one. Doug Collins. <laughs> no, not, not bad. Not bad. Elvin Hayes. Okay. Wow, 10 games wow. in 68. Oscar Robertson. 6 games in 1960. So it's been a while. Wow. If he gets 20 in his next game, uh, we're talking Robertson numbers here. So, fun young teams. Yeah, because he's the youngest player to ever score 20 plus in five straight games to start a career. So I knew it wasn't Braun. Um, but, yeah, only the seventh player to start a career with 20 or five 20-point games. <laughs> Why is this stat so difficult for well, us to say it's, it's something weird? Uh, it was good to see the Cavs like get a win here where Donovan Mitchell wasn't a monster either. Right? He struggled in this one last night, 5-19 and 19 overall. But uh, Dean Wade into the <laughs> starting Dinner. lineup there, Tass. That is a little switch-up where, like, Okoro only getting 11 minutes in this, and it's like, it is, with, with yeah. there is no Garland, so that's having an effect, obviously, on the lineups, but it's it's Dean Wade time, uh, and Karis LeVert in the starting lineup, and it looks like Okoro's been pushed down, maybe, a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah. one. Luckily, they have the depth. It sure do. Yeah, it was an ugly game uh, in that fourth quarter, but uh, you're going up against Cavs defense, as Trey pointed out. It's hard to score. It's hard to score against this team. One of the most entertaining games from last night. Jalen Brunson and the Knicks outlasting the Hornets, one thirty-four to one thirty-one in what? overtime. What? Where are you going with this one? Well, we got to start with Jalen Brunson. I, uh, Solid as a rock. He is a rock. Yeah, give him the nickname. Sorry, Mitch <laughs> Richmond, move over. This guy is an absolute rock. When he signed the contract, there was a, a tiny, tiny bit of me, even though I love him, uh, and. and Watched him play against the Jazz in the postseason there with the Maz without Luka, where he was just so under control and so good at getting guys the right shots. I just wondered. You doubted him. Was he? Was he? No. No. 
But was he gonna? Was he <laughs> going to that? perform at that level night in and night out into Big Apple with the ball in his hands? Like it was a short period where he did it without Luca. Uh, but my God, he's good. He's yeah, very yeah, good. He you can't speed him up. Uh, he he is just so good. Even he got the superstar treatment by the Charlotte Hornets yesterday. They tried to get the ball out of his hands because mm-hmm. he was so damn good. But took his time, paced it. Uh, he just he did everything. 90 seconds left, hit a huge three earlier in the game. He got Gordon Hayward out of his mullet with a beautiful <laughs> in-and-out dribble. And, and and so when it came down to crunch time, it shouldn't have come down to crunch time against the Hornets, but it did come down to crunch time. Uh, he was he was getting the guys the right shots and hit another big three in overtime. 27 points on 10 of 15 shooting, 13 assists, beauty passing, some gorgeous passes. This is an all-star in the Eastern Conference right now. If we made the All-Star team four games in, he's an All-Star. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's hard not to see it when you when you project it out because I don't think he's going to fall off, really. Um, I, I, he is worth every single penny. He's not overpaid. 27, uh, again, with 13 assists and seven boards. So what a, what a line and just what, what magnificent control this guy has. So... He is that same guy that he was in the postseason. I don't, I, and it could have gone awry. I mentioned um, the mullet. Nine seconds left in regulation. This is a tie game. Uh, Gordon Hayward gets the ball, and uh, he's not the Gordon Hayward of, of old. Gordon Hayward of old would have gone into the lane, stopped, pivoted, and taken his shot. Gordon Hayward just gave it to P.J. Washington. You do something with it. It was just a, a bad, bad basketball play. Gordon Hayward got it back because P.J. Washington said, nah. You do it. <laughs> and uh, Gordon Hayward went into the lane and shot an air ball. It was a great opportunity to give mullets in America everywhere some front page coverage. That would have been on the front page if he scores. The October mullet fest that they have here in America would have been uh, airing that for the next uh, 11 months, 12 months. Uh, because that's front page exposure. You're in Madison Square Garden, which I got to say was jumping. Hell yeah, it was. Been. Have you ever been? I've, t- I've only You've been, been for, for an all-star, all- game. all-star game and a draft, maybe? It, it ain't the same. Oh, a draft? I thought you said a draft. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, what? A draft there, there was a draft convention at the <laughs> Madison Square Garden. No, uh, no, Lee, no Lee Ellis here, so I'll give you a draft fact that I just learned. Yeah. The only mammal to have no vocal cords. Huh. What's the sound a giraffe makes? Quite ironic with a neck like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, it's too I, long. I they snap, they I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they don't make one. Yeah. Okay. They just don't. That's the only oh, sound they make. They, they eat. Anyways, they're three and one. Uh, R.J. Barrett underwhelming. Julius Randle looks looks solid to me. He's solid. So Mitchell Robinson, God, just stay healthy, man. He's such a game changer for them. Six blocks. You know, he, he's not obviously not stepping out to hit jumpers or threes, but four or four is all around the rim. Clean up the messes there. Eight boards, like. Just play. Just like I hate when this happens. It happens all the time with Mitchell Robinson. I'm probably jinxing it. He'll have a really good stretch, contributing to winning ways for the Knicks, and then he'll go down with an injury. Like It happens time and time again, but, man, he's out there. He's a game changer. I thought they got contributions from a lot of guys off the bench, too. Obi Toppin, Derrick Rose, Hartenstein, quickly. Yep. You know, Reddish you saw some minutes there. He didn't do a whole lot last night. But, uh, yeah, the Knicks are for real. And Brunson really is – he's like the equivalent of going to the restaurant – and you get the table that's wobbly, mm-hmm. and you gotta like get the you gotta fold a coaster, or get some napkins or something. That's Jalen Brunson. He's that piece of paper <laughs> you put under the one leg that's all wobbly, and he just stabilizes things. It's a good analogy, right? That's Brunson. Now that's quite a nickname for a guy, isn't it? You're a, the coaster. <laughs> that's a bad. Uh, uh, I mean, sh- stabilizer. Shimmy. Is a good the, shimmy. Uh, uh, I mean, well, some restaurants sort of. yeah, they get fancy. They have a real thing that they use, but it's not a just wedge. Just use a coaster. Fold it up. The wedge. The, the wedge. wedge. Anyway, he's Derek, the rock. Yeah, Derek Karkner did that here at uh, the Classic Factory when he was here. For where? There was a table uh, outside the, uh, the grounds, a little uneven. Derek got it taken care of. Oh, good. The table. Bang. Uh, Jill and Brunson said <laughs> He said bang, bang when he stabilized the table. I love it. Uh, Brunson uh, contributing here to New York. Okay. Oh, God, yeah. Any thoughts on uh, on on the next win there? Evan Fournier is the only player who played for the Knicks last night whose name has not yet been mentioned. Hmm. So there's a mention for you, Evan. He was fine, too. Uh, Knicks got lucky in this one that P.J. Washington's toe is too long. Oh, Otherwise, yeah. this could have been a tie game. 
he's even though they showed the replay, he still thought his toe well, was behind. Well, that no, was weird. I thought that was interesting because his okay. I thought this was fascinating. They talked about it on the broadcast. It's so close, right? Yeah. His toe actually is not touching the line because his shoe at first is like it's mm. it folds it's, up a little bit, right? You know what I mean? Cur- yeah, curls. It actually up, sort of. appears to not be touching the line, but then it was Clyde on the call says, but when he rises up, then for the three. Obviously goes up on his toes, mm. and it's touching it. Yeah, they but got it you, right. Yeah, but when you see it at first, like I think he saw the one part where you're like, "Hey, he's not." <laughs> but that that was incredibly close call. But yeah, they were lucky. They, they they were lucky, and they're lucky with their schedule. The Knicks haven't beat anybody yet. Ooh, they beat no. the Pistons, the Magic, and the Hornets. They got the Bucks and Cavs up next. Let's see if they're for real. Bucks, I would imagine, probably have the advantage. They're playing in Milwaukee. But Cleveland should be a game that New York yeah. competes in. And I think the biggest thing with Brunson and his success is that it takes the ball out of Julius Randle's hands and lets him do other stuff besides try and make every single play out there. So he gets to be the role guy. He gets to get some offensive rebounds. He gets easy buckets rather than having to work his way to a contested 18-footer. So yep. him doing a little less has been really good for the Knicks. Yeah. Brunson, people are saying uh, shim. Just a straight shim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Yeah. I thought you said shimmy. You said shimmy. Oh, okay. I said shim. Yeah. <laughs> That's the word for a thing that goes under a... Yeah, I guess it's shim. Shim it all in there. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I didn't know that. <laughs> all right, next game. Trey Young scored 35 points. Ka-ka! As the Hawks beat the Pistons 118-113. Uh, just a couple quick thoughts on this. Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich did his darndest to try and keep the Pistons in this. He was hitting three-pointers. I don't know why the Hawks were, like, losing sight of him, but he had a couple late. had a four-point play to make it a one-point game with, like, one and a half to go. Uh, but it wasn't enough in the end. I thought Clint Capella had his best game so far this mm-hmm. season with the Hawks. Second half, a monster. Eight boards and four block shots in the second half alone. He was a beast in there. And, again, we talked about this with the Pistons. They're just They're just small. Uh, and they were grabbing some uh, big boards there late, the Hawks were. Collins had four blocks as well. Probably the TSN turning point of this game was <laughs> Hawks up three, about two minutes to go, and Collins turned it over. Bad turnover. Cade Cunningham's going the other way. He's going to attack. He's going right at the rim, and Collins, man, he just doesn't give up on the play and comes with a huge chase down block that I was quite frankly surprised didn't make the NBA's top 10 plays of the night last night. It was a, it was a, not a game-saving block, but it was a huge block, especially after he coughed it up. He got back, clean block off the glass, so that was big. And uh, like I said, the Hawks, those two bigs in Collins and Capella with Trey doing his thing, getting to the line a million times, shot a ton of them. Uh, and then Hunter um, have his, had his flashes. A good win here from the Hawks. A game they should win against Pistons, and they and I'll give some love to Dejounte Murray for at least slowing Cade Cunningham in the second half too. He was a monster in the first half. You could tell that was talked about in the locker room. Like somebody slow his ass down. We paid you the big. We traded a million picks for you. You're our defensive-minded guy. Go make life difficult for him. And he did. He really did. That that you saw. Capella, what he did on the inside, and DeJounte Murray. This is why people thought, got a little excited about the Hawks because, hey, a little defense when you got Trey Young as your offensive guy, you could win some games here. Yeah. So they got it done. Yeah, Clint was monstrous with the, uh, the, the, the Cade curtain. You know, they really sort of got his angles uh, sort of together in the second half yeah. after their first half, and, and they stopped him. Uh, it is odd, though, to see on, on the offensive end. You mentioned John Collins. A huge block, a huge dunks. This is what he he is. He's been great to start this yeah. season. He's been so great in that complimentary role. Nineteen and eleven and four blocks in this game. Perfect. The odd part is Trey on the offensive end with Dejounte Murray. It's a little bit. Hey, it's your turn. Hey, it's my turn. And it hasn't been efficient whatsoever. There's too many air balls coming from Trey. There's something <laughs> something going on there. He's just not right. He ran the second best offense last year. Mm-hmm. It's not happening right now. We thought. All right. That 26th ranked defense from last year, that's coming back. That's coming up. But the offense has also come down. So they were second and 26th last year, respectively. They're 19th on offense this year and middle of the pack on defense, which we hoped for here in Atlanta. They're 13th in defense. So the offense is not clicking uh, with this my turn, your turn. they got to figure that out. Or if it's got to be in Trey's hands even more so. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's odd. It's tough for them. DeJounte ran his team last yeah. year in a similar way in San Antonio. Uh, so that's what's happening right now. 
Final game in the East. We'll go to you here, Trey, because your Bulls, led by Zach Levine's 28 points, hold off the Pacers. 124-109. wasn't close in the end. Uh, Bulls are back. Yeah. Over 500. <laughs> Bulls are back to back game winners. A comfy win. They had a 24-point lead at one point. Every starter finished in double digits, but my favorite lineup for the Bulls this game and in their prior win against the Celtics, Zach Levine plus the role uh, the reserves of Goran Dragic, Andre Drummond, Derek Jones Jr., and Alex Caruso. Dragic, 13 points, 5 assists, 3 of 3 from 3 last night. He's pushing the pace every single time he touches the ball, which is something the Bulls needed at the end of last season. Andre Drummond was great again. 8 points, 13 rebounds, 4 of them offensive. As long as he doesn't dribble the ball, perfect backup center. Um, so those two signings have actually shown... Yeah. To be pretty smooth moves from AK, uh, despite not a lot of buzz during the offseason. So I think that the Bulls are getting back to the way that they were winning games last year. Athleticism and trying to wreak havoc and push the pace as much as they can. It worked. The other most interesting thing I would say from this game, late in the fourth quarter, Bulls are running out the clock. Rookie Dalen Terry's just standing at half court holding the ball. His college teammate, Benedict Matherin, comes up to him. Just a few seconds left and pulls down, stealing the ball from you and taking it the other way to try and score. Of course, Terry went down and hacked him. It's kind of funny since they were teammates in college. Uh, But that's always one of the funniest things to me is when somebody's trying to run out the clock and the opponents are saying, no, 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 there's enough time here for somebody to get a basket. I think we were at the game when it was uh, Karan Butler and Jonas Valanciunas way back in the day. That was a hilarious one. Um, But I didn't. You don't see it from rookies all that often. No, That's the surprising no. thing to me. A rookie doing it to another rookie was weird. Like with Karan Butler and Valanciunas, I think it was maybe Valanciunas' rookie year. You'll see a vet pull a silly move like that on a rookie. But these two guys, I wonder if they're going to throw down the next time they <laughs> play against each other. <laughs> or Probably a not. stern talking to yeah. from their coaches. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, my only note from this game was uh, Buddy Hield uh, still just uh, trying to impress the Lakers. He hit exactly. seven threes, yep. seven or 12 from deep. Hey, look at me. Don't forget about Buddy over hey. here. You're going to make that trade or not. Uh, let's do this. But really, really comfortable Bulls victory. Any thoughts on yeah. on this one? Yeah, in addition to Buddy Hield, Miles Turner back on the floor. As we mentioned earlier in the show, after the uh, stepping on the ball boy, stepping on a ball man <laughs> incident, uh, as, as we heard last week. Four blocks. That's all he needs to show. Not a great shooting (laughs) night, but uh, he showed the defense, and he is available via trade. That is 100% (laughs) true. All right, let's take our first break. When we come back, we'll do the four Western Conference games from last night. Don't go anywhere. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day, or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. All right, back here in the Classic Factory with no dunks. Brandon here in the stream team saying, uh, I was screaming, woo, so loud at the Raptors game last night. (laughs) Ric Flair in attendance. I'm not sure if you saw that. Yeah, I did see Rick. (laughs) You a big Ric Flair fan? No. No. Never got into him. No, really? <laughs> no. Styling and profiling for Tass Mellis, eh? You you a Rick fan? I mean, he was like, yeah, yes. Overall, yes. <laughs> Can't believe he's still, he like, he just had his uh, last uh, wrestling match not too yeah, he's long done. ago. Yeah, he's done. He's, he's done. done. So now he's hanging Good out run for Rick. Good. I would like to see Ric Flair fight Jimmy Goldstein yeah. oh. in the ring. That'd be a whole match. <laughs> a lot of flair in that. Should that. be a Halloween Havoc match, it sounds like. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying right now. Let's, is uh, what, a Survivor saying. Series coming up? Yeah, that's very soon, I think. Yes. Uh, you like that one? <laughs> I just remembered that it's around Halloween. <laughs> I was just pretty impressed with myself, I think, so yeah, I said yes. I think it's more around Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's in November. Okay. American Thanksgiving. <laughs> Uh, All right, Western Conference games. Let's touch on these four. Uh, Trey, get us started here with uh, Jokic and the Nuggets keeping the Lakers winless. 110-99 victory for them. 
31 points, 13 rebounds, 9 assists for Nikola Jokic, but I agree with Bruce Brown. It was a quiet 31. It was. Kind of, unless you were Anthony Davis, because <laughs> Jokic was toying with Anthony Davis all night. There was a lot of buckets from AD helping put out fires, and Jokic just ended up underneath the basket wide open, you know, or, or with room to create. There were also times when he was straight up bodying AD. Mm. Sent him out of the game at one point, of course, because that just happens with Anthony Davis. There was even a time when Jokic roasted Anthony Davis off the dribble for a dunk in the half court. Just casual dominance uh, from the two-time MVP. He's found his game pretty early in the season. But mostly I wanted to give a shout-out to two Brown. Bruce Brown and Christian Brown. You think it's Braun. You think it's going to be Braun, B-R-A-U-N, but it's Brown. <laughs> Bruce, 18 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals. Christian, 9 points, 5 rebounds off the bench. They played kind of similarly in that they just were the most effortful player on the court when they were on the court. Uh, good cutting, good on the glass, just bringing a little unpredictability uh, to the Nuggets. So I thought they were both kind of key in this victory over the Lakers, who, of course, shot under 30% from three again. And our 0-4, this is LeBron's first time being 0-4 since his rookie season. And guess what? LeBron was good, AD was good, and they couldn't make a shot. So, no difference. Oh, no but difference so who's LA. the scapegoat, though? No Westbrook in this. Mm. He's there, cheering on the team. So not who, LeBron. Who gets the blame? It's not LeBron. It's not LeBron? No. It's he, not Anthony Davis? He can never be scaped. Okay. Uh, well, he can give never me another name, then. Yeah. I Robert. thought this was Westbrook's fault. Roberto. Roberto Palinka. Uh, <laughs> this one's on him. Uh, yeah, mate, probably. Let's yeah. go. Let's make a trade. It's got to happen. Uh, LeBron said it after the game. Quote, we got to make some shots. End quote. <laughs> he needs shot makers. Rob can do that. Rob, not he's not going to make the shots, but Rob Palenka <laughs> in the front office can get a shooter or two or three. They do need shooters. I, I know it's... Uh, it sounds a little too simple, but that's, that's what it's all yes. it is. Need a laser. What, what it is. Uh, <laughs> eight three-pointers, buddy. He'll hit seven last night. Uh, <laughs> I guess it was Austin Reeves going into the starting lineup there for Westbrooks. He hit two threes. He did. He did his thing. <laughs> it was Matt Ryan went two for three from three. Yeah, yeah. That's all they got. Um, LeBron also didn't have a good game. No, This I was know. not a good LeBron game. No. But he can't be escaped. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's good. The goat it's cannot not. be escaped. Uh, you know, he's still he's still ticking away to uh, to the all-time scoring record. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what this season is all about. Oh, my yeah, the God. Lakers. It really is. Yeah, I'm watching the tracker. One shot in the first quarter, though, for LeBron. Yeah, he said he did say, I need to shoot more and I yes, need to score more. He does. He does. It, that's, that's fair. But I'm glad you took us through the Denver side of things because there's not yeah. there's not. What a are you going to say about the Lakers? Yeah. They, they played a bunch of bad guys who couldn't make shots. Mm -hmm. and, Same old story. And I know AD went down, but Jokic did give him uh, some some blows to the face. Oh, yeah, and no doubt Davis came back. Just the same thing that always happens, but everybody wants to see Anthony Davis play the five. The Lakers are at their best when he plays the five, but this is also what happens. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He's going to take some bumps and bruises that he wouldn't necessarily take if there were a Dwight, Dwight Howard around there to absorb the blows. So... Yeah, Lakers, I don't know. When will they win a game? That's the real question now for the Lakers okay. is when will they win a game? Currently 0-4, up next at Minnesota on Friday. That could be it. Think that could be a win? Yeah, because Minnesota stinks, as we'll get into our next game. They won, but they okay. stink wow. uh, in a way. After they, that, they got the Nuggets and Pelicans. That's tough. Those, yeah. are, those are teams that, I mean, the Nuggets most of the time play hard defensively. I like the Wolves spot on that schedule just because uh, they don't play hard defensively so the lakers could find a way to get to the lane a little bit more westbrook should be back for that game which i know people will say oh maybe that's a good thing he said so it's he should be able to get to the lane and i know rudy gobert will be there but i, I think he'll have some opportunities there so that's that would be my pick uh because yeah okay well let's i don't know in a, in, a, in a weird way though the lakers losing i think i think i think expedites Rob Palenka oh, to make this wow. trade. I think so. I don't think he wants to go 0 and 82. I think he. Wants. I just think he wants to enjoy Halloween. I'm going to keep telling you this. After Halloween, <laughs> he will Halloween. consider trading, but he has to focus on his costumes and his parties coming up. It's right around the corner. I mean, they can lose a couple more games. Who cares? Have a good Halloween if you're Rob Palenka. 
and then get to work. <laughs> you think he leaves a bowl of candy out for kids? No, 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 no. He's no. sitting he's out a, there distributing himself. 100%. Nice, yeah. Like, they had Will Smith in to talk to the team the other day. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so he's he's not worried about the L's. You got celebrities coming. Uh, you got Halloween. Uh, yeah, Will Smith anyway, knows nothing right. about L's. Yeah. Why, why, why was Will Smith? Well, can Will Smith hit a three? Probably. They gave him a jersey. Throw him out there. <laughs> I'm trying to remember his game from Bel Air Academy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a small more court. Inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe not a lot of rage. Carlton stole the ball from him, so I, I guess we never got to see his I shot. I don't remember him shooting from the outside all that much, though. He attacked the rim, Limited. Though. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go to the uh, the Wolves. They got a victory here last night, but Tass is yeah. not impressed. Anthony no. Edwards scored 34. They beat San Antonio 134-122. to 122. That's not an overtime game. Just a high-scoring affair here. Listen, uh, this is uh, the old baseball match, the second of two games in Minnesota between these two teams. The Spurs embarrassed them on Monday night. Yep. So the Wolves had to come out. Um, and they were better somewhat. I, I don't think they're all that great. I think they're hot shooting, covered up, being slow to the ball defensively. Uh, they hit 23s, shot 65% from the floor, and they allowed the Spurs to hit 16 threes themselves and get 14 offensive boards. 14 offensive rebounds for a San Antonio team going up against Carl and Rudy Gobert, two monsters. They shouldn't be able to get 14 offensive rebounds. Why? Because they're slow and they're not moving. And so, yeah, they, they, they're better, but... Um, I guess a good sign is they hit some threes. Coming mm-hmm. into this game, they're 28th in three-point accuracy, 28%. They hit 10 in the first quarter. You mentioned Anthony Edwards balling out of the gate mm-hmm. uh, after Carl Anthony Towns said, uh, don't eat Popeye's Anthony Edwards. He had 12 points in the first five minutes, four, six threes, looking amazing, a beautiful lob to Jaden McDaniels. But there's pressure, I think, on him, D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns to hit threes now in that starting lineup. Uh, because Jane McDaniels is not really his game. Rudy Gobert, obviously, we know it's not his game. Uh, but beyond the starting lineup, they, they they have hope that they have some some bench guys that can perform. And, and Jalen Noel, Ooh. that dunk, uh, that, that was game. huge. Yeah, monster. Where he like brought it back. Two-hander. Yeah, yeah that, that was looked nice. awesome. And he was great, 9-13, 23 overall. Yeah, so Both yeah, he, he was great. 23 points for him. But we can, you know, go down the box where they score 134 points, but you give up 122 to the yeah. Spurs, uh, who got so many more shot opportunities. Lakers are winning on Friday. Lock it in. Whoa, whoa, They're gonna, whoa. Maybe. I don't know. The way, uh, to me, you, uh, we'll get to our pick and payoff. A couple of us picked the, the Wolves to win because they were embarrassed on Monday night. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they played all that impressively here after being embarrassed. So after a win, yeah, they're 3-2 and two or whatever, but I don't, I don't see them being great against the Lakers. So we'll see about that. Uh, The Heat snapped the Blazers' four-game win streak with the 119-98 victory last night. Uh, So we'll start with the Blazers really quickly. Lillard, he came up limping uh, about five minutes to go in the third quarter. He headed straight for the locker room. So you're like, "Uh uh-oh. He didn't return. Blazers announced right calf strain. He's unlikely, if I'm guessing, to play probably on Friday. He's not, he's not playing on okay, Friday. Okay, so you can lock that. He's not playing on Friday. But then he said he doesn't expect to miss many more games. He said, quote, I mean, honestly, if this was a playoff game, I would have played. Uh, so, you know, this is a right calf strain. Sucks, but he's not going to miss a, a whole lot of time here. The Heat, really balanced offensive attack from them. Probably their best game of this young season. Uh, they're in Portland. Six players scoring 14 or more. Bam with 18. Butler and Lowry with 17. Lowry hitting three-pointers. Huge for them. All five of his field goals from beyond the arc. And they made a season-high 15 three-pointers as a team, Miami did. Caleb Martin back, 16, Hero 14. So everybody chipping in for Miami, including the guy that looks like Tass, Max Struess. Spark plug <laughs> off the bench. Hmm, 13 the bench. of the 16 points in the opening half, and he was knocking down three-pointers. And they were needed because at first, Portland was in the lead in this game early on. They led at the end of the first quarter. Offense was sputtering once again, and Struess was like, he got them going and sort of unlock some things, and then it continued for the rest of the game. Turned into a blowout. But that was a really, really good Heat victory, and I know Spolstra was talking after the game about, okay, that's us. That's our type of team right there. And Caleb Martin into the starting lineup instead of Max Struess, I think makes sense. Yeah. it's that He is the P.J. Tucker replacement that they need. It, it just makes more sense. A little a little bit more of uh, the toughness in that, in that starting lineup. Obviously, the ball handling is the uh, the question with uh, the Miami Heat. And, yeah, Lowry looking better. So hopefully Lowry can keep that up. Five big triples. But I will say about Damian Lillard, uh, he woke up 
Wednesday with some calf tightness, yeah. as uh, Jason Stark on The Athletic wrote. And, uh, yeah, he tried it out. And he said in his old days, he would have fought through it. Uh, he would have he would have just gone through it, but he's wiser now. He's a James Wiseman now. He he's he's smarter and he didn't fight through it. And uh, I think he'll he he just he feels better as he said multiple times than he's ever felt in his career. So he wants to keep that going. So they lost, but I, I think a smart move there by Lillard. And if you're keeping track, there's only one team left in the NBA still undefeated after the Blazers lost last night, and it is the, the Bucks, Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks, who have only played three games, which is a little weird part of that, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're three and undefeated. zero. So Portland uh, falls to four and one, and another team improves to four and one. My God, Lowry Markkinen, twenty-four points. The Jazz win 109-101 win, over the Rockets, and this was another one of these. Uh, let's play twice here, Tess. Yeah, uh, another one of these uh, two set matches. They, this, Are you a fan they, of these? I know it's this, early, but the, these like. Where you just stick around, or at least do a home and home really quickly, like playing the same team twice in a row. Fan of it? Yeah, like, I mean they've been doing it for three seasons now. Feels like it's more here to start the season. There's definitely it? more people talking about it right yeah. now, and I I don't know why, but uh, it's fine. Yeah, I mean I don't okay. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have an opinion. Yeah. Just the schedule. Just change the jerseys. I know we want a different team every time, but you just change your jerseys, change your floor like the Jazz do, and everything's good. <laughs> it's it's like weird. Team. It's weird. The Jazz are in their black jerseys with neon font and a black and neon floor in Utah. I don't know. It's just it just doesn't feel right. Um, I, I think this is going to be a one and done with these black and neons. You got to get rid of them. Get get rid of them. Throw them out. And the and black and black with neon, and then neon yellow with black. Those I do two. like the the angular grain on their court. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty nice looking. Respect. They ain't the getting rid of them grain. if they keep Respect winning games the like these, grain. man. Four and one. Yes. Top record in the West. Right. They there used to be undefeated. Uh, they're they're rocking. Uh, remember, we were here in early September. The Jazz traded Donovan Mitchell to the Cavs. We said it was all about the draft picks for the Utah Jazz with mm-hmm. Danny Ainge. Draft picks first. Abaji, the draft pick that the Cavs made in June 2nd, and then Colin Sexton and Lowry Markkinen, probably third, fourth, or third together. Yeah. It wasn't about the players. But Lowry Markkinen, as soon as that trade happened, he went and played for Finland in the Eurobasket, and he looked great there, and he's carried it over into the season. He's looking really, really solid. He's just picking his spots really well where he goes hard to the rim, where he uh, plays to his size, and... Uh, I, I, for 48 minutes, you don't expect, you know, going back in Lowry's career with Chicago and and, and even Cleveland to some degree last year, to, for it to for him to go through to the final buzzer and play great. But right. he played great. Up five, three minutes left. He got a, a little pocket pass from Mike Conley in a pick-and-roll situation, and he went hard uh, with a two-handed dunk. Yeah, it was Jalen Green on the help, but he's going hard uh, to the rim. And it's been a consistent Lowry marketing. 17, 24, 31, 14, and 24 through his first five games. He was 10 of 15 in this game, the best player on the court. He's shown he's a good complementary player. Of course, he's not going to be a superstar. But he is what everybody thought he was when he was the number seven draft pick. Mm -hmm. He is that right now. And and I think he can keep that up because he, I, I think he's got that confidence. He looks bigger. He is, bigger. you know, he, yeah, he looks stronger. And uh, that's probably why he can, he can play uh, 48 minutes. Uh, so the Jazz lack, you know, a superstar. That's that's key. That's obvious. But they got a lot of these complimentary guys that are playing together, and they do what needs to be done to win. They beat the Rockets 25-8 in fast break points, and the Rockets scored only five points in the last five minutes of this game for the Jazz to seal it. So it's a tough place to play, even though it's black and yellow on the floor. <laughs> the angular grain. The angular grain. The angular grain. Yeah, that's what of they Utah. say. <laughs> uh, any thoughts, uh, Trey, on, uh, on the Jazz win or any of these games as we wrap up our takeaways from all ten? I will just say that I've noticed Jalen Green trying a lot harder to guard the ball defensively. Oh, nice. So, hats off to you, Jalen Green, <laughs> on your improved effort. That's nice. Yeah. I'm sure he'd like to hear that. I hope he's watching. Or Steven Silas, for all for that matter, mate. You okay, know? Steven Silas is more likely to be watching, I yeah. think, than Jalen Green. <laughs> and taking that compliment. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they got through to him a little Pass bit. Pass it along, Steve. There you go. If only we were on unintentionally in the locker rooms like we used to be (laughs) on NBA TV. Steven Silas would see us. But our unintentional YouTube channels left on. As a matter of fact, maybe one day, YouTube channels will just be left on. But as a matter of fact, I watch YouTube on my TV. I turn it off, come back, and it's still on. Like, 
maybe it's a YouTube thing just to, mm-hmm. to get the ad rates up. Get but ad, it's but... been playing for like 10 hours just going through it. I don't know what my algorithm's going uh, on. What's going I, on with my I, algorithm? I, you reminded me. I had an issue this morning. I wanted to uh, listen to our guy, Will Liu, the Raptors show podcast. Uh, he does great reactionary podcast to all the Raptors games, of course. And uh, I wanted to put it on while I was in the shower. I like to do that. You know, I got a little Sonos, a little Rome I can throw in there. It's called a Rome? Yeah, the little one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, so I'm uh, trying to link it up, and I accidentally, I hit the living room. Uh-huh. Mm. Like, oh, okay, okay, I'll just un- uh, undo that. But you know, like, Bluetooth or whatever, like, AirPlay, has a mind of its own sometimes. <laughs> yeah. It works flawlessly 90% of the time, and then for no fucking reason, 10% of the time, it just does whatever it wants, and you can't figure it out. I couldn't... <laughs> Nora's yelling at me from the other room because Will Lou's going on about the Raptors, <laughs> and I couldn't un, you know, uh, what was unpair it, I guess, yeah. from my living room speaker, and it was, and she's yelling, close everything, and I'm so <laughs> swiping away, you know, trying to close everything. <laughs> got it figured out, got it back on the road, but oh, uh, it's everyone. yeah, I, like I'm not alone in this. I know people out there listening and watching right now. Why Bluetooth? An incredible <laughs> invention, but. For some reason, every once in a while, it's like, not, not today, sir. Yeah. It's so weird. I've got the same problem in our new old car, uh, where it's like, your phone, your phone, I think, is always doing the right thing. The Bluetooth on the phone is always nailing it, but I think it's what it's connecting to is so different, because, like, yeah. I don't know, you got to go through a different set of procedures to connect it the right way you're like to disconnect now connect now play now don't play it really <laughs> oh, is tough out there yeah man. <laughs> you think you're going to be listening to a podcast about news and then suddenly will lou is talking to you about hedging the pick and roll <laughs> devastating stuff for anybody early in the morning yeah people saying here in the stream team old man yelling at bluetooth and kyle says first world skeets problems yeah that is i i can't unconnect from my living room speaker because I want to listen to Will Lou in my shower. <laughs> yeah, that's a first world problem. I would agree with that. Uh, yeah. But you felt like a real loser. That's what they call the uh, Raptor Show fans. Losers. <laughs> that's right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I love forcing my wife to listen to my basketball oh. friends, as she calls them. You're listening to your basketball friends again? <laughs> that's just a general name for any basketball podcast yeah, I yeah, listen yeah, yeah. to. Sucka. <laughs> so I put it on wherever she is. I, se- I select the room. Oh, that's, why, that. that's why your team's Soto, so you can just follow her around. I Tracker. still don't know the names for the different rooms in my house. I just... You don't have. I try. Not named like living room. Yeah, but I've know. moved, so they got swapped, Ooh. and then I just try everyone. I, I, I should <laughs> put it to it all of them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a little thought <laughs> on all ten games from last night. What did you guys think? Uh, let us know in the comments. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.
Let's get to Pick'em Results. Tass teed it up there. It was that Spurs-Wolves game. Tass and I took Minnesota to cover the pretty big line. Eight and a half. Had to win by nine or more. They got it done in the end. I mean, it was... I was getting a little scared. Mm-hmm. They were up big, and then it was getting close. I was like, oh, boy, this could be a backdoor cover for the Spurs and Trey. But no, in the end, Minnesota gets it done. So Trey goes to two and five with that loss. I'm three and four. You're five and two. What's tonight's game? Four on? Four game night. Doubleheader on NBA TV, not... TNT. Ooh, someone's scared of the football. <laughs> Spooky season. <laughs> Who's the Thursday night game tonight? Ooh, Ravens versus Buccaneers. Arr, Lamar good. Jackson, Tom Brady. That's like a rare sounding good Thursday night football game. Haven't they been complete shit shows like the last couple Decent weeks? Decent one. The la- high scoring one last week. Okay, well, then least. before the two that, previous yeah. ones were brutality. Yeah, 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 yeah. But touchdown, Tom. He's looking shaken. Yeah. Behind that ramshackle O-line that Tampa Bay has. <laughs> you think on, the divorce Brady. is having an impact on uh, I think it on? is, man. I think, I think it, it 100% is. Yeah. There's a cloud hanging over the books yeah. right now. Off-field stuff. Is this the end for TB12? That's what people are saying. Well, I mean, if he does end up divorced, he's got nothing else to do. So he'll probably play for another Bring 25 years. Yeah. It's oh. strange. Yeah, as you said... Just go up against TNF. Come on, TNT. I, uh, what are you yeah, waiting I for? They don't want to get crushed, man. They don't want to get crushed? That's uh, odd. Barkley just signed a new deal. He's getting paid whatever he's <laughs> in well north of $100 million, as the reports say. <laughs> Make him work. Um, no, TNT's off. NBA TV is on. Mavericks, Nets to start it. The Nets on their first back-to-back of the season. That's why I'm I'm pretty hyped for this oh Mavericks boy. pick in Brooklyn. They are minus two and a half, so Brooklyn plus two and a half at home. Skeets, you like it? You I mean, I don't like it. Don't say that. Trey it. and I on the Mavs. Well, yeah, yeah, I've been picking first. So, I don't know if you guys – I feel bad that I pick first no, and then somebody won. I mean, I'm not – I mind it. I mind it. I picked third the past two days. I had to take the stupid Spurs last night. Everybody knew they were going to lose. So you, don't, you don't have to. So, the yeah. move should be every day we rotate who picks the game. No, oh, no, then no rules. That's well, then what do you want? Wait, wait, wait. I like to be able to have something to complain about at the end of the <laughs> oh, show. Oh, okay. We can get a little spice going back and forth, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't mind this Brooklyn pick. After, you know, look, I don't have a lot of trust in watching them lose all these games and what's going on defensively and all that. But I feel like 90% of betters are going to be on the Mavericks here tonight. It Probably. seems too easy. Probably. It does seems seem too, too easy. easy. What's going on with that line? <laughs> hey, and the Nets could, uh, you know, KD could have a chance to win it at the buzzer and miss. And, you know, it's a one-point game or something like that. They still cover. Durant has been looking phenomenal. So that is one thing yeah. about the yeah, Brooklyn yeah. Nets. And Kyrie, will, Kyrie was 0 for 7 last night from 3. He should bounce back. Okay, but you guys got Dallas to win by three or more. I'll take Brooklyn to cover as the dogs. Let's get to Tweet of the Night. Mm, tweet of the Night. Wow. Tweet, uh. Yeah, I got Tweet of the Night. I was going to go with all the great memes coming out of the uh, Steve Nash photo where he's uh, going crazy, as we showed you with the you know the, the buggy eyes. But uh, there was almost just too many. I, I couldn't choose. So I wanted to go back to something we talked about, uh, I believe, on yesterday's show where we showed you that clip of Carl Anthony Towns talking about his uh, teammate Anthony Edwards talking to the media like oh you guys think it's funny this guy eats Popeye I don't think it's funny I'm a leader I might have to talk to him talk to him about the greens <laughs> you know, talk to him about asparagus and stuff like that <laughs> but uh, Popeye's got in on the fun last night on Twitter uh-huh they tweeted, good luck to every high-level athlete who eats Popeyes, regardless of what their teammates say. Great tweet. And I love that Anthony Edwards then goes out and gets 34 points uh, in a victory. So well-timed well timed. by Ant. And just a fan duel jumping in here. Just a funny photo. I don't think I'd ever seen of Carl Anthony Towns. Cat <laughs> uh, when he checks Twitter. So when he sees that tweet, there he is for you listeners, uh, curled up in a little ball. Oh my God. Like a little sea ball. Looks like, yeah, it does. Yeah, we can uh, Photoshop him uh, jumping into a lake or something mm-hmm. like that. That's in a playoff game. That's, yeah. That's crazy well, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so there it is. Just a little love to Popeyes. Hey, I'm, I'm a high-level athlete who eats Popeyes. I love it. I ate it last night. I literally ate it really? last night. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me about it. Uh, went to the Survivor uh, party yeah. uh, with Wendell and Davey. Uh, was hungry on my way home. Stopped by a Popeyes. Had to get to my third choice on the orders. <laughs> like, I'm like, all right, I'll take the chicken sandwich. We don't got chicken sandwiches. 
What? I'll take the chicken tenders. Let me go and check. They just disappeared for like 10 minutes. Oh, Come no. back. They're like, can't take your order? I was like, hey, yeah, how about chicken tenders? <laughs> Let me go and check. <laughs> they had them, though. They did? Oh. They hooked it up. Okay. Nice. Yep. Oh, you were having late night Popeyes. Late I mean, night that's Popeyes. Like 9 o'clock, 9.30 Popeyes. Late night Popeyes. Uh, crushed, crushed a few tenders, <laughs> ate some fries, and then put up 35. <laughs> this <laughs> guy's a beast. Good game. Popeyes, I mean, it's called Popeyes for a reason. Remember Popeye? Makes you stronger. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, good tweets there. Did you just say it was a late night nine nine thirty Popeye? Oh, that's a that's a late meal. Come on. You're yeah. still feeling you it the be. next morning. Look, yeah. I have really very little rules when it comes to eating food, but even I will say you don't you don't want to be eating dinner at nine thirty, unless of course you're in Europe. <laughs> that's normal. That's that's uh that's uh, early in Europe. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's appropriate. You don't. Eat. You're never eating dinner at nine thirty. I'm not saying I do, but when you say late night, late night sounds like midnight. Uh, yeah. When do you think late night starts? After eleven, to me. I don't know why. Late, late night with Jimmy Fallon starts at eleven thirty. Okay, eleven thirty. Nice. Late night is eleven. I think. Yeah. Uh, it, was it Wendy's or I think it was Wendy's? They, you know, they had A the late, whole night, late menu? night menu. I think it kicked over at eleven. At least, oh, wow. Sad, I know that. Or I think I know that. I don't know. There was a Wendy's in Stratford. When do late night movies start? What? When can things get a little bit more blue? Ooh. Well, that might be nine. Yeah, it's earlier than that. <laughs> Have your Popeyes. Watch a blue movie. <laughs> okay, let's go up there. Uh, go check out yesterday's Is This Good podcast. I would encourage you to go listen or watch it on the Is This Good YouTube or podcast feeds. Its own separate feeds. Uh, Matty O will be ecstatic. Amir Blumenfeld was hilarious. And we had some Lars. So go check that podcast out. You know what? Go uh, go download that podcast and put it on all the speakers in your house. Mm. Every single one. Let everybody in the house listen to that podcast. And you may want to watch it because I show you how I wipe my ass. <laughs> gave you a, a, a visual demonstration of how I go about wiping my butt uh-huh i'm a stander and i'm proud and i know there's about 30 percent of the population out there that are teams i had one question while i was listening full stand you're going stand right away that's a good follow-up question i guess more times than not but not every single time. Uh, not yeah. every single time i like to treat mine like a pitching rotation <laughs> I bring in standing as the closer. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, you guys to get a couple good innings? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm not going to be walking around like this, you know. I want to know how it's functioning when I'm at full height. Right, right. <laughs> but you're not, okay. Well, anyway, go listen to the podcast. You're never standing, you know, absolutely straight like an arrow when you're no, wiping your butt. It's never, more of a lean. Never. Really, it's a lean. I also got takes on vanity license plates because I got a hilarious license plate, and it's not a vanity plate because it starts C-U-N-7. That's what they send it to me from the government. Whoa. They sent me a plate that says CUN7. Oh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. There's a batch of those. Yeah, I know. They're <laughs> everywhere now. It's awesome. <laughs> and when I drive by, I doff my cap. Oh, there it is. There it is. Uh, so check out Is This Good? And uh, what's happening later today? Oh, yeah. No Buffs, our Survivor podcast, which also has its own YouTube and podcast feed if you are a Survivor fan. Uh, we are breaking down... I... I I dare call it the merge episode, but was it? We'll talk about it. On Mergatory. Uh, Survivor. Mergatory. I'm in yeah. Mergatory. Episode six. That's uh, one o'clock or so this afternoon. So come join us. Hang with uh, TK and Trey and I, myself. Okay. Till tomorrow, we got the Drop Podcast. Clipper Bros. You heard it here first. Have a great time. Turn up. Love you guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. And remember, haven't even looked at the schedule, but I'll tell you. The Lakers are winning on Friday. <laughs> Brace the day, people. <laughs>